Welcome back to Show Me What I've Been Missing, your pop culture podcast that goes, hey, remember that thing? <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Elizabeth Stanton, and with me is my other host. Chris Mack. What's up, everybody? We are working our way through Sex in the City, because Chris has never seen a single episode, and I've seen them all way too many times. Well, I've seen more than single episodes. Yeah, sorry. Well, you've, you've not, <laughs> a few singles, a few singles. Gotten the whole experience right but you're in it deep now you know we're 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 just over halfway through the the show there's six seasons of the show right yeah because we still got this season then fifth and then yeah but we still we're on season four where we just kicked off season four episode one of season four um but we're making progress we're doing great yeah yeah (laughs) and this one is uh, the agony and the ecstasy we will be done with this series by the end of the year if we we don't take like another four month break (laughs) that's true if we keep if we keep taking along yeah Yeah. yeah. if we take like another four month break yes see you in 2023 (laughs) we didn't take that long a break though over christmas we did take a longer one from when we started to when we restarted yeah yeah, and then we took like i think a quickie summer one yeah which is okay because i I think we just needed it and then yeah to obviously take a holiday break over winter sure but yeah we're cruising along we're cruising i can say like we could we could could, if we don't take like a three-month break we could do it oh yeah we we're still gonna take our summer break we just gotta take a month off of summer like, yeah we're not gonna take three months and we need vacation too like yeah yeah listen we ain't getting paid enough to do this year about okay just no, we're not but if you guys start liking and subscribing yeah you know what I'm saying? maybe we could and then you know we'll give you a full year for sure maybe. yeah no maybe. questions asked you know what i'm saying you get our subscribers up we start making some love we start giving yeah. our better content you know it just yeah. scrolls all together just saying i'm not begging i'm just to put it out there just well quick bro clarice a little math here you know what i'm saying you just Put it, put it together. Oh, this is my worst Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> quid pro quo. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, all quid, those things. Quid pro quo. Pro Clarice. Anyway, what are we talking about? The show. There we yes, go. Let's talk about the show. <laughs> we are season four, episode one. The agony and the ecstasy. Yes. As in ex person. Ex partner. Yeah. not the not the drug yeah be cool if it was about drugs if this whole episode was about them like doing ecstasy at a club that would be a fantastic for episode. a hot minute i thought it was because i know there is another episode where samantha takes ecstasy at a club uh, so okay. i thought that was this episode for a second and then no, I that would be dope. Wasn't. just like the four of them saying fuck it for yeah, like, birthday, just, and they just go just rolling yeah. <laughs> just do ecstasy in new york yeah. all night that would be be pretty cool. That'd be a very uh shocking episode opener or a season yeah. opener. So who whom would you like to start with? Honestly, I feel like they're all together in this episode, right? For like, the most part, they, everybody's they got really little have little a, side quests. Little like yeah, I guess. I'd, so, well, yeah. I'd say Carrie or not Carrie, um, Smith and Charlotte have little side bits. Yeah, not so much Miranda. Other yes, than the one scene. One scene, yeah. One, literally one scene. And Carrie, yeah, yeah, Carrie has kind of w- one scene, really her well, two, I guess. You know. Yeah. Uh yeah. yeah, just start with Samantha's side quest and we'll get to the core group. Yeah, so this whole episode <laughs> is about what, Elizabeth? What, I mean, you how would you break it down? Um well part of it's about fantasy. Okay. With, with Samantha anyway. Uh, 
I don't know what I guess the theme is about soulmates is the overall. I feel like that was like the overall yeah it's like loneliness and soulmates like yeah finding, finding that tiny connection yeah and so yeah okay so we're gonna go with you know like it's hard to like really even put it yeah. together because they're all kind of all intertwined this whole yeah. episode uh okay you know what I'm, let's start with Charlotte because I feel like okay yeah that's the cutest way to start because I love Charlotte uh, <laughs> my little cute dork so much she's back baby she's back uh not like as in dating but she's like back to her old self yeah she's like uncomfortable at brunch conversations again and she's Charlotte we know and love (laughs) (laughs) but it's I love super judgmental yeah you know because it kicks off they all go to this this friend of theirs engagement party and I love when she's still wearing her wedding ring and when she's talking to some lady at the thing that they go lady goes oh it's a beautiful ring where's your husband she goes well he's not here uh we're actually you know we're we're separated but not legally it's just you rambling just info her, bombs is pearly yeah and then she and like overshares and she's like and you know it's we had some problems you know they were in the bedroom and just boom boom just like the lady's like kill me get me out of this conversation i will do also, I will how chew my arm off. telling trey's business come on charlotte you know better than that you was a wife for three months you don't go out here telling your husband business that he can't get it up yeah come on a little uncool but she's just panicked and I you're a mcdougal is, now you can't yes. do that as a mcdougal well, actually, I guess you can, because the old girl was like, she kissed the fucking gardener, like, yeah. <laughs> Damn, McDougal's do snitch. I take it back. You are McDougal. Yeah, McDougal's snitch hard. Are you kidding? Hard, bro. <laughs> Sing like a bunch of fucking canaries. <laughs> no, fucking mockingbirds over here, just. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, and after the engagement party, uh, because she rambles so much and she realizes she doesn't really know what she and Trey are to each other at the right. at the moment. Yeah. Um, she like storms over to his apartment uh, and has like a little list of everything. And she's like, oh, these are the things I need to discuss. I made notes about like, let's ca- talk about what we are and where yeah, we stand. And he was like, yeah, I don't give a shit. I want to. Yeah, like, yeah. like, let's just have sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, I was like, okay, they're going to you know make it work somehow and then the scene kind of took a left turn because he uh he gets a boner and they're like making out like they're kind of on track like where she's gonna get distracted and say yeah okay let's do it right but then before they even get that far he uh arrives Mm -hmm. on her clothes yeah yeah yeah. he He he, uh blew his chances as you could say shot his wad if you will (laughs) oh my god (laughs) we were trying to clean it up (laughs) Not anymore. <laughs> we, we were trying to elevate the conversation. Nope. Damn it. We're talking about Charlotte right now. We are kind, polite, respectable Southern women. Are. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, the, he pretty much, yeah. He just, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like that <laughs> SNL sketch. Yeah. <laughs> Where, like, I feel soft breeze and I choose. <laughs> well, he must have felt her soft breeze because yeah. the boy was gone. He, I mean, was that can you even call that premature? Because like, yeah, because like they weren't, they weren't actually. That. No, yeah, I'm just saying it was like sooner than pre-breathing. <laughs> like he barely, he was like, from, okay, if I gather maybe what they were trying to apply, but I mean his hands were actually there. He looked like he like touched it. And then yeah. that's what made him just like 
Like he didn't even like the, he didn't even touch the outside of it with his penis. Like he just touched it with his hands. Yeah. And he was like, oh, boom, too much. Yeah. <laughs> Blammo, right in right in her fancy dress. And if you think about it, it's kind of a compliment, right? Because right. there was the, if you think about their previous relationship, yeah. he wasn't getting it up. He wasn't even trying to have sex with her. He wasn't even like attracted to her. And now he's so attracted to her. He can't even be inside her. But, the, but as she said, the problem is she he only seems to really want her when he can't have her or when they're like separated like yeah. this. And that's that's not great. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So then she's like, you know what? I'm leaving until I, I, until I figure out what I want out of this. Because right. he clearly wants her back. Yeah. She said he's been calling her and stuff like that. Yeah. So she's conversations. Yeah. She's like, don't call me. And then uh, I do love this gag where he's like, send me the dry cleaning bill. Because they're like, Trey is nothing if not polite. And I'm like, this is why I find Trey so funny. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't Also adorable. He's like, hey, sorry, Trey's on you, but I'll yeah. pay for it. Like, <laughs> he's like a sweet guy. <laughs> and I, I can't remember the full, but he slid it. He said all righty somewhere in, in their conversation. And I was like, ah, I love you in an all righty. Yeah, he did. I, was, I think it was while they were making out. He was yeah. saying that all righty, yeah. And I was like, I love a little. Oh, because she was like, yeah, we have to talk about it. He's like, all right. Yeah, yeah. But after we have sex. <laughs> I just, I love, uh, I love Trey. He's such a hoot. Um, yeah. So that's. So that's pretty much Charlotte's situation. Charlotte's, yeah. And then uh, Samantha, they they have a whole thing about, like, she's talking to a man with no soul at the party, this, like, obnoxious TV agent guy. But then when she's out with Carrie yes. the next day, they, they walk by a church and they see uh, a hot priest that she dubs Friar Fuck. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to say something right here. Yeah. That I'm probably going to, it's probably going to be a little controversial. Okay. But, and, I, and here's the thing if the roles were reversed and, and, and if it was a man doing it to a woman, I would still say the same thing. It's something weird and kind of creepy about hitting on somebody that's like, in the like in religion like being a priest or like mm-hmm. being a nun i was just like samantha chill be like samantha's my man pop pants you know what i'm saying like yeah, she's yeah, the best yeah. woman on it was like that's where i'm like what you doing clearly you you've never seen fleabag <laughs> well no i'm saying but i'm saying like even if it was like a dude trying to hit on a, a, a nun or nun, i'd be like yeah yeah that's like chill bro like that's like i get I get the reasoning behind it because mm-hmm. it's the it's taboo. It's the, yeah, it's the forbidden, what, the forbidden fruit, you yeah, know, yeah. and stuff like that. But it's like, uh, and Samantha's very much with. the type that's like, I want to break those vat, make him break those vows. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, breaks yeah. my back, and then like, but then she's not gonna like stay with him, and then she's like, oh my god, he broke his vows for well, that's, for what? <laughs> and that's another thing too. It's like that's the that's the kind of the selfish part of it that I yeah. that I find creepy. It's like. You know, if man hitting on a nun or or what, like her hitting on a priest, it's like you only want to have sex with this person because you want to make them like forget their values, like forego yeah. their values, just so you can have a little bit of pleasure, and then you're just gonna be gone. Like you're not gonna be in a relationship with you. You're not gonna fall in love or be yeah. with them. And it like, strokes your ego because right. you're so amazing that you can right. get someone to break their vows. Yeah, exactly. Like. Yeah. Yeah, it's like ugh. a little narcissistic. But. Yeah, yeah, that's why I was like, and I didn't like this for Samantha because she's like, it seemed like out of character for her. You know what I mean? Like they were just like trying yeah. to throw a little, little shock. At, at yeah, I mean the corny name, Friar Fuck. Like when you know people I mean? criticize the show for being like corny, that's 
definitely one of the examples they use. But yeah, it did make me laugh because years later we would get hot priest on the on the show Fleabag with Phoebe Waller Bridge. Have you have okay. you seen it? Or I've never I've never heard of the show. It's really really good. Uh, so like the first season is her kind of improving as a person, but the second season she ends up in love with this priest who loves her back they are very very genuinely hot for each other right um and the and it's this whole struggle of you know can they will they won't they and there is a very like hot like he and he's to me he's not like the hottest guy but he is very like charismatic and intense and stuff okay and there's a scene where she's at the church late at night and they do a whole like whole thing where she's in the confession booth with him and she kind of spills her guts about stuff. And then he just says, Neil. And you're like, you're like, oh my God, they're gonna like, she's gonna maybe give him a thing in the church. And then like, just as they're about to, something falls down in the back of the church. It kind of spooks them both into uh, not doing it. <laughs> Okay, now I gotta watch. That's an Amazon joint. Yeah, right? it's an Amazon. Okay, yeah, it's, it's okay. I, see, it's, I think I've seen this back of flyer or something. Yeah, and there's more and more to it, and it yeah. has this very. It's such a good show, and it's only two seasons, and they fly by. Okay. Uh, and so because it's a British show, so it's like oh. six episodes a pop. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, a weekend you're done. You've seen them all, yeah. but they're really good. She wrote also, wrote it all and okay. stuff like that. Oh, and part, one of the great things is she does all these asides to the camera where she'll be talking and then immediately like turn her head and look right at the camera and make comments and stuff. And one of the things that kind of shows how connected they are is he notices like it's supposed to be you know a break the fourth wall no one else right. notices thing yeah but then she, so she's talking to him in the scene that she looks right at the camera and kind of makes a face and he turns around and looks at the camera too is like what are you doing and then she's like nothing and he and then she does it again he's like you're doing it again and it's like a, <laughs> it's so cute but it's such a great example of like why they click so well because gotcha he's in theory the only one who notices her doing her thing Ah. and oh so i just wanted to talk about flea bag real bad because <laughs> well, it's I, I mean honestly it's kind of similar to that situation because that was uh kind of what happens to samantha she's like hitting on the priest and she's yeah. like oh if you ever want me to do anything for the church i can put on a benefit and blah 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 <laughs> with <laughs> donald trump and marlo thomas <laughs> sorry yeah. no offense to marlo thomas she does a ton of stuff with saint jude this is before That's we not- do well, most before the world, the world knew that Donald Trump was a piece yeah. of shit. He was just like a famous guy that you wanted in your party. And, yeah, and turns out he's not even that rich. There, I said it. We all know it's fake. I mean, he got rich off of being the president. They that though. Yep. <laughs> but then, uh, but then after the first meeting, Samantha goes home and masturbates for like the whole oh, hiccup. Sorry, I'm so shocked. No, I'm just kidding. I had a hiccup. Um, masturbates for the whole afternoon. They're having dinner, and the, the girls are like, "You really did it?" Like. All afternoon, and Smith was like, two "Yeah, and a half hours, bro. Two and a half, at least two and a half hours." I'm like, "That is that's a marathon, a long time." Woo. <laughs> but then, the, then I like this discussion, which is always fun. Is is who are the who are your fantasy person? Because her argument is it's not bad for her to because because Charlotte has your kind of reaction where it's kind of like disrespectful to yeah, you yeah. wanting to hit on the priest and yeah. stuff like that. But Samantha just insists like it's it's a fun fantasy thing. It's harmless. I think it is harmless until she goes back to the church and tries right. to hit on him then. Yes. And stuff. Yeah, she brought what it was like she the fancy it. peas, Le Soir, I think it is. Le, Le Soir. <laughs> and it's like three that's cans. Like, that's 
But dude, that's so funny because it, it's so Samantha because that's like literally probably like just like some shit she bought on a fly that's yeah just sitting in her cupboard for just months probably years yeah and she's like oh what's something that I never oh yeah these peas I don't fucking eat peas I don't even yeah. cook I take these to the guy so I can try to get some dick like <laughs> yeah <laughs> but he and he doesn't break his vows though but no, he does um, not. but he does take the peas <laughs> he does take the peas. <laughs> I was like, my man. <laughs> <laughs> but then this is, I love how, how time sensitive this bit is. So they, they're like, who's your fantasy? And Miranda and Carrie both say Russell Crowe. No, thank you. Not for me. Never was uh, for me. Nope. I thought you liked the Aussies. I do, but not him. Mm-hmm. All right. No. I mean, and I like the people. About you. I, thought, I thought that was like your type, like Ozzy. In a way, tall Aussies. He's tall, right? He's like five. Yeah, he's or, he's like I think he's like uh, six foot or six foot. So. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, taller yeah, okay. than that. I could be wrong. No, okay. I've just never liked him. He's never. That's it, not not quite my type. Okay, and fair enough. I fair find enough. him annoying in other ways. Um, well, what about like Latin? Because this is like Gladiator time. Yeah, I know it's Gladiator. Still no. Oh, okay, there it is. Yeah. All right. And they also say George Clooney, who I do find like attractive. He's not my like number one or anything. Though. Sure. No. But I mean. At Can't this time, on. yeah, this time, and I feel like even now, I feel like he's still. Oh yeah, he's still yeah. he's still got going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, my uh, I think as we've established on the show, my my number one, number two are Hugh Jackman. All right. Who I just saw on Broadway, yes. Boy from yes. Oz, or sorry, not Boy from Oz. I saw that years ago. Yes. Saw the Music Man. Still shook his little tush on stage. Though. I was very excited. What a great, what a great musical. <laughs> she didn't see no other song. She just saw the. Tush I was like. It. I was that like, was he, he's doing all this dancing and he turned around and you know how you do the thing with your feet where you kind of shuffle back and forth. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. doing that, but it was back to the honest, his little butt out. Good stuff. She's his like, pants were tight. Worth every penny. I waited three goddamn years to see that shit and it was worth it. I feel you, bro. I because you. Yeah, for the timeline, for those wondering, I bought those tickets in like 2019 before I was diagnosed with cancer. And then it was supposed to be November 2020, and we were like, "All right, I'll be fine by then. It'll be through treatment and be doing all right. I should be feeling okay." Uh, then you know, 2020 was 2020, and yeah. they said, "Okay, well now we're going to do it in June of 2021." And then the Delta variant was was sweeping the nation, and they said, "All right, we got to push her back to uh, <laughs> my ticket." Like they opened in February, but my tickets were like for March, mm. and then my, my guy got fucking COVID in January. And I was like, Jesus, Jesus Christ, I can't do this. But we made it. He performed. It was great. Uh, and my dream of seeing him do Marion Librarian on stage, crawling, walking all the way to that library with those long ass legs, came yeah. true. I can die happy now. I'm all good. Respect. <laughs> and my number two is Gerard Butler. Okay, so we got a good mix. Got a Scott. We got a Scott and, uh, and, uh, and Ozzy. All right. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. We'll go. I like him tall like that because. I, we, one time at work years ago, we did a, a, like, basically your fantasy island with your top five. Now, some people tried to go all intellectual and be like, well, if it's, you trapped on the island with them, I'm like, this is not the personality island we're talking here, where you got to live with them. Although right. I do think Hugh Jackman and Gerard Butler have fun personalities that you could get along with in the long oh, yeah. term. Yeah. No, this island is strictly about fucking. Yeah. So with that in mind, Chris, who are your? fantasy babes uh none that i would actually masturbate to um however you know what honestly 
there's there's okay very <laughs> obscure you only know this if you ever watched the show luther i have not okay there's this actress her name is ruth wilson mm-hmm. that's all i'm gonna say okay that's all i got to say okay. uh that's one uh second one tracy ellis ross oh ooh, that's yeah. Good. She's hot. yeah 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 dude since girlfriends, I was like, yeah. that's the woman I'm going to marry <laughs> if I ever get famous enough to marry a famous person. Yeah. And she's single right now. So what's good? All right. Yeah. I know I'm not status wise yet, but I got husband dick. Is that good enough? <laughs> what the fuck is husband dick? Oh, you don't know husband dick? No. It's a dick that you can have every day. It's not too big and it's not too small. It's just right for whatever fits you. And you can have it every day. Husband dick. Yeah. Okay. That's me. <laughs> All right. Just for Tracy, though, not for anybody else. Sorry, guys. Well, speaking of husband dick, that's who Charlotte is fantasizing about. They, Correct. They say, you know, like... <laughs> Perfect segue. What a segue. <laughs> damn. Perfect. They say, like, oh, come on, Charlotte. You know, you got to be fantasizing about someone. And she's like, well, it's it's Trey. And I wrote down, hell yeah, I would too. Trey is fucking shredded. I know, he, right? <laughs> he showed up for in, real. The, in the apartment and he's just wearing, like, boxers and a robe. Dude is still hey, cut man. as fuck. It was crazy. Listen, you thought he stopped playing tennis because his wife left? No. Okay. Yeah, he he still played more tennis. He probably, yeah, he played more tennis, bro. He's he never been buffered through all this sexual frustration. Oh, everyone, at, everyone at his job is probably like, well, hi, Dr. McDougal. Like, are you working out more? And he's like, yep, <laughs> working out a lot. Yeah. Don't want to talk about it. He's <laughs> just Shit, in the gym bro. for hours. Just pumping weights, being like, ah. Oh, I mean, like, listen, I've been frustrated, but I've never been that frustrated where I'm like in the best shape of my entire life. That's, uh, <laughs> somebody got to show me how to do that because uh, I'm missing. <laughs> but I think it's so cute that she fantasizes about Trey. I did too. I thought the same thing. I was like, yeah, that's a little sweet of, baby. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it sucks that they're going through what they're going yeah. through. Also, like, I, she, I mean, I feel bad for her because, like, she kind of got to go through it alone because, like, I don't know, like none of her friends or, or yeah. equipped to like tell her how to really navigate that. And it's like, dang man, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Cause like you, all you can do is just like just sympathize with her and hope yeah. that it works out in whatever way makes her happy. That's yeah, because they have like, like you said, they have no inclination of how to be like. No one's gone through that. Yes, and and it is kind of like though Steve said in the last episode, the only ones who really know what's going on between the two of them are the two of them. Too. So. Yeah. You know, it's um, so it's some rough, it's, some rough waters, baby. It's all it's they got it, but that's they got to navigate. Yeah, I can't talk. Navigate it, the two of them. <laughs> I got distracted. I was thinking about Trey. Okay, got distracted. <laughs> My cut as fuck. That Scottish doctor, love it. That's hilarious. Yeah, I got a thing. I got a thing for Scotsman. There's a no worries. No, worries. no, no shame in that game. There's there's some girl on TikTok who up and moved to Scotland uh like just totally like restarted her life out of nowhere uh-huh. and she's like the dudes are just better here they're like they're polite you know but they are very like accommodating to women i don't know they're just it's, she's like it is a better class of dude here ladies buy your plane ticket now and i'm like i might i mean <laughs> listen now that we got zoom and shit you can work remotely you could yeah <laughs> why not uh, but so anyway, I guess we can. 
do Miranda's because hers is kind of like hers is really quick. So right. her her thing at the because it all it all kicks off the whole episode with this engagement party that they're going yeah. to that kind of drives uh, other stuff. And so Miranda is like the guy doesn't remember her name and like that's their mutual friend, which is embarrassing. Oh yeah, the Danny guy. <laughs> like, yeah, they all should, yeah. I guess, uh, Oh, and they've all apparently like had some very some form of hookup with him from kiss yeah. to boob flash to hook up to sex like nice kind of weird but whatever there's weird yeah. friend groups like that where they're like we've all boned each other and i'm like yes yeah. that's weird honestly that's not like where i come from is i feel like that's happening it's like always one dude that's like ran through a group of girls and it's just yeah like, yeah all right yeah no it's, yeah. it happens yeah it happens you know small towns and shit and yeah. they live they I mean they do yes manhattan's a big New York City. However, it is a small town because we noticed in the last few episodes they keep running into like familiar faces. So mm-hmm. clearly, you know, Manhattan's smaller than you think. You know, yeah. I mean? so but at the party, uh Miranda goes like full stand-up comic in the crowd. Yeah, uh, that's what I said. Miranda's type five. <laughs> <laughs> she did, she had like a whole way routine, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Put her, she had a drink in her hand and everything. That was like classic fucking, yeah. you know, one-liner comedian trope right there. And and she says she did it to like avoid like the pity yes. stuff, which I do kind of agree with. I, I feel like I, I gonna tur- ask, yeah, I was gonna turn ask it you. on a little okay. at like stuff. I yeah. learned on a lunch walk with all my coworkers, uh, apparently I'm the only single one. Okay. <laughs> oh, except for the other, the one guy on our team. There's one other guy on our team uh-huh. who's, who's single. Uh, they don't but, count uh, if you're a guy. Guys, right? most it, guys want to be single in the in socially speaking. Like, yeah. most people think that women don't want to be single, and most people think that men do want to be single. So, but, like, they don't count. No, it's a, it's my the team I work on is like, I think it's mo- yeah, it's all women except for my my boss and the one guy. And my really? boss is married, and then everybody's coupled up with like long term partners. Oh, wow. That they've all had for like super long times. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <Right. laughs> like, when I learned that, I was like, wait, am I seriously single on this fucking team? Are you kidding me? Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, God. Which is wild. I hope a camera light falls on me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's um, wild. It was wild to here. be the only single person in a group in LA because you're like, wait, how is that possible? Also, some of them are younger than me, and that really upsets me. <laughs> well, <laughs> not, not really. And that's that's you know what, the though, of this I have episode, a theory. Though. I have a theory that most people who are in relationships like came here together. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I, think, I feel like a lot I of people moved the here like, as they were already together. They moved here, and then it's like now we here and we're a couple. You know? What I'm yeah. Saying? Like I, that's I, just my theory. Well, some of them. I don't know everybody. Not all. I don't think it's all. Yeah. But I think like most people in relationships here in LA like brought that motherfucker from wherever the fuck they came from with yeah. them, and now they yeah. together. Will they yeah, last? We don't know, but I think yeah. that's why. <laughs> um. But yeah, like, you know, she does it to avoid. Now, I will say at this time, it definitely was considered like a sad thing to be single at their age and stuff okay. like that. And I yeah. get like Miranda's deflection. I think it's less so now. Um, yeah. Be- as I, and I think through the pandemic and stuff, honestly, because so many people, you know, some people were able to date and whatnot, but the vast majority of people, you were disconnected and you really needed to learn yeah. to be like okay with you right you know and you're and who yeah. you are and what you're you're doing and so i think like we're slowly getting better as we are with so many things but yeah. i definitely like 
I also just like to be charming in party settings anyway and try to win and be friendly with people. I just turn Same. it on. Uh, I'm like, what up, everybody? Here's your super yeah. charming Midwest Irish pal here to entertain and be cool and fun. Tell your friends about me if you have it. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Like Although none thing. of you motherfuckers do. And I hate every one of you for it. <laughs> kidding well no here's the thing they do have a friend but you know you don't really want that friend. but the, the truth is i don't want to yeah yeah that's what i'm saying like like because it's usually not the like they usually oh i have somebody to be great for you and you're like okay yeah sure and then they bring the person you're like okay this, yeah and you're like, like, really? like yeah. i'm not trying to be picky here but like fam you know me yeah. so you should know this ain't me yeah. <laughs> you feel <me>? like <laughs> also i don't think we're friends anymore because yeah what you think <laughs> that i like you don't know me yeah at all yeah, I've been there. We've been there. We've all been there. Uh, no, really? I, I don't, and I don't do that. I, I, I feel like it's not like a, a guy thing. I mean, honestly, and I don't even really have that many talks like that until I go back home. Yeah. And everybody's like married with kids. And then it's like, it's like, um, I went out on a date. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, uh, I, or I'm like, like, I'm talking to somebody up? on an yeah. app. Yeah, like yeah, it's like oh, I and did it a seems to be going well. You're right. It's like we don't have any day to talk about it anyway. So, and now we got to coordinate meeting at some point. Right. <laughs> I don't know how that's that, that's where things seem to tend to fall apart on my um not on my end but just my track record. It's right. Getting getting the first contact there, and it's like. Fuck. Yeah, Picard, I don't, where are you I don't you think mean? I'll ever do the dating ads. So that's probably why I'll be perpetually single. Okay, oh, know, moving right? anyway. <laughs> moving through. Uh, okay, so we got Miranda. Oh, and so the follow up though too is yes, that's is, what we're doing, she, yes. is she meets bumps into another friend like later on the street and is gonna go into her like little her tight five, um, yeah. but then is honest about it and that person's kind of like. Oh, but then they that person does their like tight five about her relationship and wanting wow. kids and stuff. Kids, yeah. And and Miranda politely laughs and like realizes like, oh, we all kind of do that. And I was like, cool, yeah. Everybody puts on a fucking show for everybody. Big big yeah, big mean, reveal, so Miranda. Like, yeah, no, just like yeah. I mean, yeah. Everybody has that that tight five that they do. Yeah. You know that that uh, you know whatever whatever situation that they're uncomfortable with. Like mine is my career. Sometimes when people ask yeah. like what I'm doing or like, you yeah. know, what I've been up to. Like, if I haven't seen him in a while, I was like, I'm like, Haha, well, you know, I've just been like working in, like, you know, not get anything, want to kill myself, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I open with single, don't know how to mingle. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. So let's get to Carrie, because she's kind of what everything hinges on this episode. So they yes. all go to the engagement party and then Carrie, gets home another day and gets her mail and has like a free application for a dating service that's like find your soulmate and Uh, uh, also not to forget she's turning 35 this week so she's like freaking out about that about being 35 yeah whatever whatever i have have, i've never freaked out for the i am in my 30s i'm 35 um but i've never been that hung up like when I turned 30 I wasn't like oh my god my life is over I haven't done right. anything because I need to stay right, right like right. I watched tick tick boom could not relate to his, <laughs> to his like at his like dread at turning 30 
and not yeah. having like accomplished anything. Right. Actually, my favorite part of the whole movie is that I can that understand. That I do- understand. He does get the the like showcase for his frankly dumb sounding musical. Sorry, R.I.P. and all, but it didn't sound very good. Um, <laughs> he gets that. Oh show- my god, dude! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like even the R.I.P. was low key disrespectful. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> fucking place sucks. Um, it right, did. It was. <laughs> did you watch Tick Tick Boom? I didn't. I didn't. It was I called Superbia, and it was like one of those like, man, society is changing for the worse. You know, everything's technology nowadays. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> sorry, this is so. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Well, we just lost our Tick Tick Boom audience. I'm Thanks, so Elizabeth. Sorry. We lost the Andrew Garfield audience <laughs> and the Tick Tick Boom audience. Uh, no, I mean, uh, look, I truly all respect for for the creativity thing. But what I what this is why I did end up being kind of okay with the movie because he's all hung up. He's like, "This is the thing that's gonna make me by the time I'm thirty, I have to get it made." And he gets the showcase off for like producers and stuff and even gets praise from Steven Sondheim, which is huge. And like, whoa, right. I can't argue with that. But then it doesn't sell anywhere. And he calls his agent. He's like, why the hell didn't the sell? I poured, I, this is everything. This is my thing. And she's like, yeah, you did it. Now you have to do another thing. And you have to keep doing them until you get something that, that really can sell. She's like, that musical was never going to go because it's too expensive to produce and a little too esoteric and stuff like that. And I understand it's your passion project, but you got the praise, you got the attention for it. Now you have to do another thing and then right. another thing. Right. And like, that was to me, the best message in the movie it was not like whatever else people are taking away from it, but like that you have to work because there's a whole, the like whole opening song or one of the opening songs is, you know, it's called 3090 and he's turning 30 in 1990. And it's like, mm. they're singing happy birthday. You just want to lay down and die. Da, 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 about like upset that he's turning 30 and stuff right. like that and I've just never felt that way because I was like to, uh, you know and in fairness to him at the time that was yes turning 30 was like oh no like get your life together kind of a thing and it's right. just so much less so now and I may I had good familial support and encouragement that was like you don't have to like have everything settled in your life by the time you're 30 you have decades to go Right. Well, that's the weird thing is like that. Uh, these that, that like, I don't know. I don't know if it's that's how I feel like this show like doesn't really hold up because like you know all these women are in their thirties and they have yeah great lives like great careers yeah. and stuff like that. But like you know they don't have a man and like that's yeah. the only thing that's missing and it makes them like the most miserable. Yeah. Now what the way it was presented in this episode was yeah. one of the better editions of it because. So Carrie's upset about the soulmate thing and wonders if they even exist and there's all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, they, and they do have her birthday party. Samantha organizes it. <laughs> oh my God, it's the worst birthday party ever. She gets to the uh, restaurant. She's First early. of all, she's the first, first one there. She wasn't even early. You know she wasn't early. She was, she the was first definitely not early. one to arrive. First one to arrive. Oh. Uh then no one shows up and no one Ugh. shows up and then the cake is there and she has to pay for her own birthday cake Ugh. and then she has to walk home because it's just like it's been like an hour or something like and no one's there and this is pre-cell phone so no one's able to like no one's 
or other everyone else but her has a cell phone right yeah like this is they 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 got cell phones i know miranda definitely has yeah they all have like other ways to communicate and carrie's still like i'm too cool for a cell phone no you're not get a cell phone as miranda so uh aggressively tells her but she like she drops her cake on the way home and when she's like home she just like goes in the shower and wants to cry and i i get that yeah yeah, no one showed up to my party that would hurt bro like that hurt like that would hurt bro yeah real talk i I had very long letters like yeah somebody gotta pay (laughs) i had like a low turnout um after trump's inauguration my birthday is inauguration day january 20th Mm. i had my birthday party like that saturday and it was like the mood was off like people came but not a lot and it was just like i was like yeah i get it you know what the vibes are bad yeah (laughs) i know this one's not about me this year (laughs) but um what do you call it uh and then and then charlotte gets her to come to coffee with the the other girls and they do and like i said they're talking about the soulmate thing and she says you know being at the table and realizing she's 35 and she feels very very alone and i get the loneliness part of it because having the i i like her i have great friends i have friends that like our family you know second family like ride or dies and stuff like that it is different than having a partner yes and i want one yes you know i uh, and 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 I have I have two questions to ask you. Mm-hmm. But one I want to say first, thank you for admitting that. Yeah. Thank you for admitting that. Because for some reason in today's society, it's like so wrong for a woman to admit that, like, yeah, I, I like I like having a career, like having friends, but I also want a man. Like it makes you like less of a woman or like not strong or some yeah. shit like that. Like it makes you like the pariah of society. It's like it doesn't make you weak to want a man. Like yeah and it's not because i'm like oh take care you know like right be my sugar daddy or anything like that it's like i want some it's i want you know an intimate partner for sexual stuff and personal stuff it's very different that you know there's different emotional needs that get filled by a partner than the friends and it's okay it's okay like it doesn't make you less of a woman doesn't make you like weak or like not strong or like not independent or whatever like you good bro yes i am a strong independent woman who don't need no man but i want one (laughs) like there you go yeah yeah sorry like i just oh no i just always wanted like just like when women actually admit that they want a man it's like kind of refreshing because like you know most especially now in society it's just like i feel like more women are like you know fuck men i don't really need them but it's like but you can want one too. Right? Yeah, it's, it's yeah, we're not saying you need us. Like, yes, we like to feel needed. Just saying, sure, who doesn't? Like, sure, we like to be needed, but like, we also like like women to want us. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make you worse, you know. You know, I think you know. I get why. Like, look, you know, you read about a lot of things though. It makes you go, wait, do I want one? <laughs> like, do I want a guy? Because some of these dudes are not great, and and yeah you yeah. know it's it's hard to find a good one and i so i understand the sort of like nihilistic like why bother at all but yes. like you know yeah it's uh there, there are plenty of ways to find connection and it does take work which is yes. i think the bummer part of it right is you know maybe a lot of us are like kind of wish it would just happen a little faster like maybe we all get our own little tray who has not all trace problems yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> um, you know 
not a rescue thing either, but like, yeah. I don't know, a little sweep off the feet kind of thing. And sure. And, and fight, you know, I, and I understand, I, like I said, I keep saying partner. And I think that's genuinely a big part of it too. It's not just like wanting a man. I want like a part, like a teammate, like, mm-hmm. cause I, cause it is, I, and I would, I think it goes both ways though too. Like I, I've talked about it with my therapist, like I'm tired of taking care of myself all the time. I take care of all my own shit constantly right. all the time. Yeah. I would love if someone that I love was just like, Hey, I got this. Cause I right. would do the same for them if they were, right. you know, cause they, I'm assuming have also been taking care of their own shit this whole time right? and yeah, yeah. want the same thing where at some point I could go, Hey, I got this for you. And right. they'd be like, thank you. And yeah. I just, I'm looking for the same. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I respect. Yeah. I mean, no, it's just, like, it's just refreshing to hear somebody actually say that they want to be with somebody. Yeah. It's like that. It's, it's like, it's like, everybody just thinks it's cool to be like, ah, I'm by myself. It's like, yeah. Okay. And if that works for you and and that and you're whatever like if it truly if you're truly if happy, it truly fine. Works that's for you, fine. That's great. But like don't be don't be don't like belittle anybody else because yeah. you're super independent. Like you want to be alone. Like that's all you, but like you should like you like women shouldn't like beat each other up for like wanting no, to not at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I get like wanting, I said, some men are fucked up, but yeah, yeah. You know. Wanting an intimate partner. Yeah is not a weakness it's no. a normal human thing yeah and it it is tricky that uh, a lot of us want one of the opposite sex and they're not always the greatest <laughs> or don't always prove themselves to be the greatest right so that's fair. It's, uh, i get it but yeah um now the next question i want to ask because yeah. we like this whole episode is kind of talking about this uh do you believe in soulmates I don't know. I think I'm kind of where, where they kind of end up where it's like, I think it's, it's funny that so now everyone says I found my person, which for yes. some reason I hate that turn of phrase. Yes. I think it's really dumb. It's first of all, it's fucking from Grey's Anatomy. And I think that's what really burns my toast about it. I didn't know that, but I didn't yeah. watch the show, but because then all and everybody's fucking lying that it's always been what they said because i'm like i've right. never i never heard that phrase I've before grays and yeah. it appeared on gray's anatomy and then two years later everyone's like uh oh, you know so-and-so is my person i was like you just say like soul uh, to me i was like just say soulmate or whatever like, you know why yeah, they probably try it's like a little clever way because people probably got sick of hearing soulmate. the word soulmate because yeah. it is a toxic idea if you think it, about it Miranda, so, right yeah she says it in the episode i was yeah. like ah oh, Yes, it is a it's a toxic, like really unattainable idea. It's like hey, it's like literally saying get in the ocean and find a specific drop of water in the ocean. Yeah. What? Yeah. One person out of seven billion people, I'm gonna find the one person and they're gonna be in the same state in the same city. Yeah. As me. Yeah. No, for sure. Like, yeah, the the notion of you need to be completed, which I think right. is what, what you were talking about earlier too, yes. where people don't want to admit that. Right, or like not admit it, but you know, make it sound that way. That's right. totally understandable, and I get that. And then, mm-hmm. like I said, Miranda's point of like, you sound incomplete without a soulmate is great. There's actually a little song I heard on TikTok of all places where I learn and see everything now. Um, but I really liked it where it was like, uh, I'm not the part of the chorus of the lyrics is like, I'm not looking for a missing piece, just someone at my back. 
And I'm like, that's it. That's exactly what I, I mean. Like, oh, it's just this cute little song. Uh, and now I can't remember the name of it at all. I will put it in the show notes if I remember too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's, and I think that's kind of their point is like, you're just looking for some, Miranda in her case is like looking for someone at her back kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, Charlotte is very, of course, like pro soulmate and everything. Super. And they, and then at the end of the episode, after the birthday dinner, they kind of like say, maybe we could be each other's soulmates. And I think there's something to that. Yeah. I, I don't think I believe. Nice. That, was, that was a nice moment. Yeah. And that's yeah. one of the things, that's one of the like iconic moments about the show where the friendship really gets highlighted and they all, mm. and people like that moment. And I think that's true. Cause like, you know, I think, yeah, friend, like my best friend from back home is a type of soulmate to me. Like sure. we met in the second grade and we have been friends to this day. That's yeah. a long time. Long time <laughs> that's yeah. almost 30 years. Yeah. And it's like, and it's, and it's the friendship too, where I actually came and visited and stuff. And that was great. But like, let us send TikToks to each other or the occasional texts and stuff like that. And it's, or, and cannot also talk for chunks of time and then pick up right where we left off. I'm like, that's, mm definitely like a soulmate type thing to me or your person <laughs> i think also person like you said it's a better pr set because yeah, soulmate like sounds PC. so yeah. it's so it's like, it's like so hard like, it's like yeah like, it's like such a like it's like saying winning the lottery basically it's abstract person yeah. is a person is a thing right. people exist right souls do they exist we don't know maybe ask that priest samantha tried to fuck <laughs> well, according to him it is and according to him they definitely do yeah. um so yeah i i don't think i believe in soulmates in that like kind of traditional like there's one person for me yeah and you know yeah the only it's, person it's it's almost like an arrogant idea too like yeah. to think that one you're you're so like everybody's special in their way we'll do the shit mm -hmm. but like to be like i'm so special that i'm gonna find the most perfect person for me in the seven billion people and like yeah. i'm just gonna live this fairy tale life with this perfect person we're just gonna like just it'll just fit like no matter like we won't have any annoying traits that we get mad at each other like we'll never struggle with anything yeah. like no that doesn't exist that's insane yeah there's actually there's another song i like this one i do remember offhand um by the band the proclaimers of i will walk 500 miles fame yes. you know that, I, that yes. one uh great band i really love them and there's another song they have called when you're in love and it's all about like when you're in love you don't know much about anything but part of the lyrics are like 600 million or however you know 600 million people in the world and you're saying there's just one the only one and you must be together like right what are the odds you know it's, yeah. it's a more it's sort of cynical but upbeat at the same time it's like when you're in love you you're just you're you don't know anything about it you're out of your mind that's kind of nice but like it's also crazy because you're there's billions of people in the world and you're saying there's just one only one for you that's insane it's yeah. like the wildest thing that, that it's the wildest idea that's like stuck around for mm -hmm. centuries like yeah and i mean i love romance centuries. novels and stuff and yeah. you know like half of those when they aren't when they're not the smutty ones about just fucking a duke or whatever yeah they do get into like uh you are my other half my soulmate etc actually um there was a great book i read it was fictional it was like science -y fiction but it was called the one i think okay um and it was uh someone had narrowed down the genetic code 
of like a soulmate basically and could match you genetically with your soulmate oh. and you could so you could put your stuff in a database and be matched with your soulmate and now, of course there's all sorts of complications right about you know there was you know you're on the opposite side of the world in some cases right. like uh some then that one that person also happened to be dying or whatever too like there was somebody who's in like a coma uh, you know uh there was uh oh and there was there was one where it was a husband and wife and they decided to put it in and it turned out the husband's match was a guy that was his soulmate and it was like what do you do then because he's right. he, he had until then never felt that way but it didn't mean he he couldn't right. and so there was all these different plot lines going on and it was uh a really interesting thing and there's a lot of twists and turns it gets a little thriller-y towards the okay. end okay but um it's a very it was such an intriguing idea because like yeah what if you were in a couple and you both decide to do it for fun but then you don't get back the answer you want <laughs> oh man yeah because I, they you can't do it if you're in a couple like you gotta you gotta leave you that alone don't, you don't, do don't it. take that test no bro because they were oh, in God. love they were very much in love no matter. up until they took that damn test right <laughs> But it was a really interesting, really interesting premise that like, and it's a quick read. I highly, highly recommend it. It's a great book. Uh, hang on. Now I'm going to make notes of things that I'm recommending in the show notes on top of all our other things. So I'm going to say the one, that Proclaimer song, and then the other one I liked that I couldn't remember. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Carrie, we wait. We 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 left off for her story. Uh, birthday party. Mm-hmm. She's sad. Then she gets home. Bunch of voicemails, band saying uh, all yeah. the girls saying like, "Hey, where are you?" Yeah. Uh, and then, then she they get the soulmate the combo. Yeah, cold the cold. And then as she's walking home, who does she see? There's an awful familiar little town car sitting in front of her. her yeah. yeah. Oh, because we left out. Sorry, we skipped over a plot point. Ooh is earlier in the episode when it is yes. she's waiting by the phone and by the clock hiccup sorry for it to turn midnight and then she calls big who she for some reason knows is in london right well, why there's do no you friends. know that she said they, 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 they she said because she says that oh, they're they're, friends. they've had yeah they have their friends but i'm like they've like had a couple of com- phone conversations here and there she said yeah because uh because oh because samantha's was, like do you want to invite yeah him? she kind of planted the idea in carrie's yeah. brain i don't even think she was even thinking about inviting big until she said that low-key yeah just saying yeah she's not perfect samantha does make the occasional mistake yeah what can you do um honest mistake yeah because it because how is she gonna just go set off all her bullshit again um so carrie calls him and leaves a super awkward message about like i'm turning 35 and getting older you're old you know what that's like anyway, I'm having a birthday dinner. <laughs> it was just awkward city, bro. Awkward city. Although, I mean, I'm not saying we haven't been there. And maybe, maybe somebody on this podcast <laughs> kept inviting a certain situationship fella a couple times to her birthday over oh, Facebook no. Messenger. Oh no! Happens to best of us. I haven't done it in years. Uh, haven't, even, haven't even wished him happy birthday on the old Facebook in years. It's all good. Yeah, We're past yeah, it. Hey, listen, listen. We all, we, we've, we all, okay. we've all been there. We've all done it. We've all, we've <laughs> all been there. Trust me. I feel you. 
Uh, you know, it's, it, it, it sucks <laughs> when they hit you with the uppercut you, yep. and, and then, you know, you learn how to, how to, how to dodge that shit again. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whatever he fucking owes me. I got him into the magic castle one time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're like, no, nah, he doesn't owe you. He doesn't yeah. owe you shit. And I'm like, I know. I know. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. Fair enough. We've all, yeah, she left the awkward message. I've definitely, I mean, like, here's the thing. At least we got it a little easier because, like, now we can just, like, type it out. They don't have to hear our voices yeah. as we sound so uh, unsure of ourselves. That's, that's like, that's humbleness to a third, yeah. like, another degree, bro. Like, Having to say it. <laughs> to hear my voice crack as I was like, no way, bro. Like, I don't even know how we did that growing up. Like, I never, even growing up as a kid, I never left no fucking voicemail on a girl's phone. Even the girls that I knew liked me back, I still didn't leave no voicemail. I was like, you ain't having no evidence of my voice sounding <laughs> insecure as fuck. Nah, bro. <laughs> But uh, so she uh, she finds him in the car waiting for her after she has the slightly better coffee birthday coffee situation because because uh, Charlotte says we're each other's soulmates and maybe guys are just someone to have fun with along the way which is nice. yes and then he's there with balloons and champagne yes and she gets in and she jokes about their ages and she's like how old are you anyway and then he there. Yeah, I also went, you don't know how fucking old he is. That's all I'm saying. Like, hold on, y'all dated for like a whole ass year and you never heard his fucking age? Yeah. If they don't tell you that this ain't the person you need to be with, like, you don't know his age? Yeah. You don't know his age. That is literally first date talk. How yeah. old are you? Yeah. Maybe second date if, if somebody's a little insecure about how yeah. old they are. Like, but you dated for a whole last year and you had a secret affair with him yeah. and broke up his marriage and you didn't know this motherfucker's age. Yeah. Carrie. Carrie. Like that's, like you should hear yourself when you say that and then <laughs> immediately check yourself into a mental hospital. Like you need therapy, bro. There's some, something right there if you think this is your dude. Yeah. Nah. Whatever. Because, uh, you know, then he kind of reveals he's probably about 45. And I was like, so they only have like a 10 year age difference and she was acting right. that freaking nutty the whole time right all right i guess <laughs> and so you know she like asks him about soulmates and he's of course not you know, doesn't really believe in it and right. then he's like did you have a fabulous day and she kind of lies and then she she goes home and then she concludes it with saying like having three soulmates locked in already makes it easy to spot those great nice guys to have fun with and i wrote down bitch he's not a good guy though like literally he's he like she's the epitome of like dumb bitch yo bro like she don't his wife with you. but here's the thing she don't see that as a negative she sees that as a positive she's like i'm yeah. so fucking I'm she's so, a fucking narcissist bro yeah Real talk like that's why these two are talking together because they both fucking narcissists and they're both sociopaths she feels like yeah. like she don't she would if you like if any of those girls would be like yo he cheated on his wife with you. Why would you want to be with him? She'd be like, because he cheated on his wife with me. With me. With me. Yeah. I'm better than that you know, right. bitch he's married to. Natasha. And it's like, yeah, I beat Natasha when like <laughs> Natasha's minor in fucking business. Just trying to be happy. Just trying like, to be happy. Never did anything to you personally, but of course she sees it as that because she's yeah. a fucking narcissist. Yeah. I don't understand how there are women who still stand by this show. Carrie is the fucking worst, B. Yeah. She's the worst. 
and people out there still talking about, oh, I'm such a carry. Then red flag, red fucking flag. Red flag. <laughs> Sound the alarms, bitch. Sound the alarms. Yeah. I got to get out of here. Eject. No one should want to be carried. No. Why would you want this? Like, how, like, she erased all the, like, it's like, he, he didn't even do nothing that special. He just showed up with balloons and some cheap champagne. And he didn't, get out, he didn't even get out to get the balloons. That's good to see it. Yeah. To get the balloons. He didn't and even. She was like, oh, he's so sweet. Bitch. Raul's the sweet guy. Right. You should be, you should be in the front with him. He got out. some nice balloons for you. The fancy ones with helium, helium in them that you could let go and hit a fucking power line and probably knock the power out in your neighborhood, you dumb broad. She ain't it, bro. She ain't it. I don't understand. Like, how how you that dumb? Yeah. Where's your women's intuition? Like, where is it? <laughs> gone. Gone, baby. Gone. Gone. To be honest, she ain't never had it. No. She's like, you know what she is? She's a deer in headlights. Always, yeah. You know what I mean? But here's the thing. A deer in headlights that's been ran over before. <laughs> 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 she knows what those lights mean. She knows it means danger. She's remembered the suffering. Like, she barely survived that crash, and now she's like, yeah, those lights are pretty, though. Yeah. <laughs> the next thing you know, your insurance goes up. <laughs> like she, like it, it, it's gonna take a Mack truck to hit her for her to learn if she was a deer. Like that's what. Yeah. And then by then it'd be too late. Ugh, sorry. Just don't understand. Like I hear like I'm enjoying watching the show. Don't get me wrong. I'm not yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. I don't oh, yeah. I, just, no, like, I, know. I don't understand. At, now watching this, how women are like. Oh, this is my favorite show. Yeah. No, it's like uh, <laughs> it's almost it's, misogynistic. Okay, it's it is a lot. In a lot of ways, it is. <laughs> you, you have to remember the act. The bulk of the creative team behind it is still men. Fair enough. That's true. You know, yeah, like it's created true. by a guy. It's like directed yeah. by a guy. And I know that like she she worked. You know, Sarah Jessica Parker worked very closely with him and, and was a producer on the show and everything. And, and I know influenced a lot of stuff, but yeah. it's still kind of being, you know, dominated but by maybe, a dude. But maybe here's the thing too. I also and also maybe, like in some internalized misogyny, I think on everybody's part, especially at this time period. Yeah. Well, also too, like maybe this show wasn't supposed to be like a fun sitcom. It was supposed to be like a warning. It'd be like, hey, don't be <laughs> like this. <laughs> like see what these bitches are doing, the mistakes yeah. they're making. Don't do that. Well, and I think you have to take it also at its like face of being more of a fantasy in a lot of ways, especially as the seasons go on. That's true. Um, like the people like this really exist. Like nobody would be friends with Carrie in real life, but she was an actual person. Yeah, like she had like one or two friends like a year that like, but but she would never keep a friend. Like there would be no years relationships develop with a person like this. Yeah, like the author who this is like loosely inspired by, I think said the show you know at the end of the day really isn't all that feminist you know right uh because her her book of you know articles and stories is much closer to the kind of first few seasons first like season or so where it's a little Mm. more realistic a little Mm. more like you know just sort of situational and now as the show's kind of developed and changed uh and admittedly for me hit its stride episode wise this season is another really good one too like i said i liked a lot okay. of episode three or season okay. three and there's a little and season four has my favorite episode in it um but now it's they are more characters than like real people gotcha. like it's i like the show 
Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and it's, you know, a historical setting and everything. And I, people complain, but it's, the, the more you watch it, the clearer it is that it's sort of just all a heightened kind of fantasy fun version of 1950s New York and things right. like that. Like there, Lenny Bruce is a major character or a recurring character. Yeah. And they, and they've only just now finally touched on the fact that he had a drug problem. Oh, and okay. we're four seasons in. Right. <laughs> And because because the first time he appeared, I was like, "Oh, is he like, is he going to stick around?" And like the end of the scene, you know, yeah. I don't know if they're going to go that dark though to get to the point where he dies in real life because he mm. dies. It's nineteen sixty at the end of this fourth season, and he yeah. dies in nineteen sixty six. Like, yeah, you know, the f- it, it, shows are just more fantasy. I think people have to accept that. Like, that's fair. You know. New, like fr- people bitch about friends not being realistic i never thought friends was supposed to be realistic yeah me either no you know no, not at all com- comedies in particular are you know a little more heightened and you know sillier things happen there's like re- there's certainly relatable things through the comedy right but it's all still a f- you know fake and fantasy at the end of the day you know, like gritty realism, I guess, go to a drama, but then those are all heightened. Do you think Breaking Bad's 100% accurate right, to like what right. would happen? I <laughs> know <laughs> Walter White would have died the first time he tried to sell drugs, like yeah. what are you talking about, and Jesse, like they both would yeah. have died that first time, even if they got to the point where they were trying to sell to like one of the major persons in the hood. Like, yeah, it's uh, you that, know. at least that that meeting would have been death. Like, yeah. come on, stop I always uh, like no, the, but, the Breaking but here's Bad. The thing. In Canada, joke where he just gets healthcare and that's the end of the series. <laughs> it's like, oh, cool. Here's free yeah. treatment. There you go. Uh, well, I tell you what, fantasy world. Uh, this bitch Carrie is living in the fantasy world. She thinks that Big is a nice guy. That's yeah, all I'm saying. For sure. I don't care if I eat no fucking balloons and champagne is not enough to prove that you're a nice guy, bro. Yeah. Nice guys don't cheat on their wives. Yep. Facts. True. <laughs> Anyway, tell the people where they can find us, Elizabeth. Well, they can find us most easily uh, on Instagram's kind of our pickup. Sorry, I keep hiccuping. I had a lot of soda and cheese right before we started, and that was a bad idea. But they can find oh, us. Or was it? I burped into the mic just then. I don't but know. But was it a bad idea? Was it not delicious? No, I needed a snack. There you go. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Show Me What Podcast, <laughs> and that'll take you to our Twitter and our Facebook and our YouTube. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at uh, Elizabeth Movies. Yeah. Chris, where can they find you? And you can find me at uh, Mac Diddy Combs on all the socials, TikToks, and Cash Apps. The socials media. And then, uh, as always, we have the uh, Arlo Australia Candle promo yes. code, Show Me Miss on all caps. Uh, and like I said, I, now that I wrote down the notes mid-show about what I said I would recommend, I'll put those recommendations in the show notes for everybody. Yes. Um, yeah, and that'll that's it for this one, and we'll see you next time.